Oh, I'm not laughing at you, man. I'm laughing with you. I yeah, <laughs> it just literally couldn't have been worse. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the train going over the cliff with the smoke. All right, there's an elephant in the room, so let's just uh, attack it straight away. <laughs> Don't ignore him. <laughs> so, like, a few days ago, I had, like, 1,000 and something, you know, followers on Twitter. And now you have 2,000 and something followers on Twitter. What's been going on? Dude, uh, what's... <laughs> you went I, viral. I, I went I went viral. It, it was... It was crazy. It was crazy. I shared a tweet on... The days are all blurring together. This has been quite the week for me. But I shared a tweet on... Let's just say Wednesday. What's today? Today's Friday. I shared a tweet on Tuesday. And the tweet went something like... Things that I'm doing with my second startup. And I had like four bullet points. And the responses are pretty good. Like 50 likes. I was like, wow, 50 likes. That's... Like for me, that's really good. Um, I only had at the time like... I had 1,800 followers, but who knows how many are actually engaged and whatnot. But, um, but then one of the one of the people responded, Persana, um, who is a uh, he's an accelerator director uh, in India. But he he responded with, "Well, what are you not going to do with your second startup?" And I just I just responded, "Well, I'll, I'll say that for tomorrow's tweet." Kind of ha ha ha. And then I woke up and like, okay, I'm just going to send this tweet out now, <laughs> and I listed out. Like literally in the middle of my morning routine, walking through the house with my phone, I'm just like putting in emojis and listed out a, 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 an emoji bulleted list of uh, eight things that I'm not going to do at my second startup and got a couple likes, did my morning routine. And like when I was done with my morning routine, I looked down and I was like, okay, this thing's kind of taken off. And <laughs> and then I don't know, like it's hard to tell like where in that in that line, like things started to get bigger, faster. But by the afternoon, I was getting literally like two, three, four, five notifications every couple seconds, you know, um, and I hit a nerve, man. I guess I really hit a nerve. <laughs> so from what I could tell, you had two around 2000 likes yeah. and like several hundred retreats and like almost 100 comments or something like that. Yeah, almost 60 responses. And, and that doesn't include my responses to those, I think. So yeah, probably over 100 uh, back and forth if you, if you include me. Because I tried to respond to everything. I was, I was so uh, excited to get the engagement that I, yeah, I, I responded and, um, and people responded to my responses. And then some of, my, some of my responses were actually like now my third most popular tweets ever. Like uh, <laughs> things that I said about things because there was such an audience for a while that uh, it just kind of yeah blew me away. So I, that's crazy, man. Uh, there's a few things we need to know more about. Um, yeah. The th so first of all, I want to know like how does this affect your SimSAS sign up or like mm. invite request or whatever they are. Yeah. So so the Twitter stats. So be before I share that, because we're let's yeah let's get into numbers. So there was two hundred and twenty three thousand. 819 impressions which twitter wow. says times people saw this tweet on twitter 223,000 and then total engagements which is the times people interacted with this tweet 6,404 wow and like yeah so the high engagement tweet 
even though you know even though quote unquote only 1800 likes i feel like those numbers in terms of engagement are kind of outsized um certainly mm. compared to a normal tweet but then in terms of the numbers i definitely so so, so yeah the results of that tweet which doesn't mean that all tweets of the same magnitude or whatnot will have the same effect is uh was number one new followers so i i now have i went from 1800 followers to 2340 let's say 1850 to 2350 in three days so what is that 500 new followers um not bad which is that's a lot of follows per like you know it's like uh (laughs) for for every five for every three likes i got a new follower um like people in the likes and then even people in the comments i saw people i know from this from the um, danish startup community in copenhagen oh it's just like what how do they like that's how i realized you had a viral treat because i was like how do these people know matt like (laughs) oh wait something (laughs) happened to that tweet (laughs) that's really funny yeah uh so 500 new followers and I, i mean i i was following back i would scan through and follow back any any folks where i was like okay yeah i i want to I want to know this person more, but to everybody, uh, thank you and hope that I can uh, continue to meet your new expectations in terms of my my uh, <laughs> tweets. But um, so that was the breakdown on that side. On the subscribers to my mailing list and such, uh, today's the twenty seventh recording. I think that tweet was essentially the twenty, probably the twenty fourth or so. So I got you know, a new, I mean, what is this? Uh, let's just say 20, probably about 20 new mailing list signups, which means that, uh, you know, you could argue, I, I usually get a couple every couple days anyway. so like one or two a day. Um, but to get 20 in a few days, it was probably triple the volume, I would say, uh, which means they went through the work of, because I didn't mention my new company at exactly. all. Exactly. You didn't tweet out SimSass. Right, right, exactly. And none of my tweets or responses or anything that I even mentioned the name of it. Uh, so it means they click my, you know, obviously click my profile, then click the name of my business, which is just also also a Twitter handle. And then they click the, most likely click the link that's in the, you know, Twitter, pay, Twitter whatever profile for, for SimSass. And then they went to the website and filled out the form. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of um, funnel filtering going on. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. To get twenty uh, signups, so that that felt really good. Um, yeah, I had fourteen new ones on the twenty fifth, and uh, seven the day before, and and four the day after. So, so that was a spike. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it, by the numbers, it's great. I, I was not trying to game things. I just felt. I don't know I just felt a little punchy <laughs> that morning. <laughs> I wanted wanted to say something. I, yeah, you can't you can't plan that stuff. So, um, but I, I think yeah, I think I learned some things through it. But I'll, I'll pause and yeah, don't know if you want to go down that path or not. No, I just I think it's it's very cool and it's just interesting to follow like how these things happen because like in the beginning you're like oh I I feel like this is taken off and you shared it with me and uh, that was like way before it had the traction it ended up having. Yeah, you just tell and that he, something is different. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I, I told my kid, well, my kids. I have multiple kids that have social media of some kind. So my daughter, my daughter, my daughter's fifteen, so she has Instagram, and my son has TikTok because uh, he's like an early teen. And uh, they know, and, and of course, all the kids YouTube is like you know 
it's kind of crazy how low it goes. Anyway, they, they're very well aware of what it means to go viral and whatnot. So I told them, I was like, daddy has a tweet that's uh, kind of going viral. And like, really? <laughs> so um, yeah, my, my daughter commonly will get 150 likes on something he puts on Instagram. So it took a little while for me to get into the zone where she was like, wait, what? How many? <laughs> but, but, but once I did kind of cross that threshold, I, what, I, what I really like about, I don't, I don't know if this is everything, but like Twitter, it's really easy to see where somebody is located that likes your stuff, right? Or mm-hmm. shares it. And so I got to watch it go around the world twice. And you have this diurnal dip that happens for for my tweets because I've had one or two other ones that are pretty popular. Not not I, I think my most popular tweet other than this had like 170 likes or something. Uh, so it's about what 20 t- 15 times smaller. But anyway, this thing went around the world twice and over the Atlantic Ocean. Kind of like when it's still early. It's it's some time of day basically over the Atlantic where like someone in Portugal or like Morocco or, you know, maybe the UK has to like pick it up late in the day, right? Yeah. UK time and like kind of throw it across the Atlantic yeah. <laughs> so that when the New Yorkers wake up in the morning, there's this tweet that they pick up and then they, so that happened twice, <laughs> which is kind of like watch. Yeah. It's like watching a wave go around a stadium. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's like, yeah. you're kind of watching it and you're like, when is it going to die out? When is, and it goes around and then it goes around. So when it went around the world twice, I was like, this is just it's just unbelievable. So, um, and it was cool. Like Heaton Shaw picked it up in San Francisco the second time it went around the world, and the guy's got like two hundred fifty thousand or something ridiculous followers. So that just boosted it again, you know, back across yeah. the Pacific. You know? um, and of course, we all have global followers, so it's not quite like that. But uh, it was, it was a trip. I yeah, I was a, I was already on an adrenaline high because of other events of the week, and that just kind of put the put the pedal down. <laughs> Uh, I did. I yeah. did that thing specifically with, uh, or intentionally, when when I basically tweeted out branch the first time. I tweeted it so it would be like you know middle of the day in Europe and morning in on the East Coast, and then later in the day, I tweeted it again, like quote tweeted it, and I was like to my friends on the West Coast, um, check this out, mm. and that got yeah. that's actually. I, I remember looking at the stats. And just like just the, the tweet that quoted the original tweet with like "Good morning on the West Coast," had like very fast had like more than ten thousand impressions. So it just it just kind of started the whole thing over again. Um, yeah, that's so great. you can sort of like control it as well. But you have to you have yeah. to think about those time zones. Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, didn't think about it too much. <laughs> I didn't. It, it just took off. I mean, and people just kept throwing, chucking the thing through retweets uh, over and over again. Um, but I mean, the, the content of the tweet, uh, it. I was talking to Tracy Osborne about this uh, briefly over Slack. Um, I think the content of it just resonated with a lot of hmm, maybe experienced founders or founders who... Uh, are taking a different approach to their companies than maybe yeah. the typical approach. So, mm-hmm. and, and that's obviously in vogue uh, these days in terms of yeah, you stuck a nerve, struck a nerve there. Yeah, yeah. Let's not just build a unicorn. I think the other thing that was interesting is it was a bit of a, I call it you know kind of part tuning fork and part Rorschach test. It's like the the tuning fork part was like if this resonates with you, you're going to you're going to send it out again. The Rorschach test was some of those things. None of them were double negatives, but 
depending on how you read what I wrote, you could interpret it as either kind of inf- almost inf- inflammatory is too strong, but a little bit provoking. Like I'm not going to have co-founders this time, you know? And I think some people took that as I was trying to say, oh, just general advice, everyone don't have a co-founder. But you know, that wasn't what I was trying to say. Um, and then yeah, other people read other, other parts of it and thought, you know, oh, uh, you know, this is, you're not, oh, don't do enterprise sales. I'm like, I, that's not what I, not really what I'm saying, but like you're seeing that in it is kind of interesting. I think we could do a whole episode just kind of unpacking the tweet itself. Um, we mostly just talked about like the viral effect <laughs> right now, but I think we could actually do a whole episode, just kind of go through the, the list. Um, yeah, sure. What, what I liked about when I read through the comments today was a lot of people were actually just like curious and they just wanted to like kind of wanted you to expand on each of the different things you mentioned. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it would be cool if we if we bring it up again um, in another episode. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Before we do our updates, um, you had another Twitter thing going on today that I, I wanted to talk about, but then um, Twitter also wanted us to talk about it on the podcast. Um, yeah. So today you tweeted about something you've mentioned it before. You mentioned it, mentioned it to me on the podcast when we talked about kind of me building out the templates and um, kind of turning some of the, the build steps in branch, turning it into content. Um, you used the same word, at least, which was remixing um, of these different building blocks. And you, you tweeted something about that today. So would you would you kind of like sure. kind of reiterate what you wrote on Twitter yeah. earlier today, because I thought it was a very interesting point that I I uh, think I agree thanks. with. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I don't think this one's going to go viral, so so we'll just focus on the uh, on the folks that are listening to this. I mean, it's it's mostly just reflecting on my week. It, definitely a lot of recency bias in this because I had a week where I was able to take the building blocks, uh, which I call primitives, that are behind um, SimSAS, and I feel like I, I finally compose them in in a, in a in an order and a workflow that just has a lot of directionality and a lot of value and it's very clear what the users meant to do and it's very clear the actionability that comes from it it's like just very it's very focused and i kind of told somebody else it's kind of like the golden thread if you will became clear of like how to string these things together in a way that is more magical is greater than the sum of its parts so um and, and and what my tweet was saying is i this is this is a pattern i've noticed in my product building just career is i do tend to i really enjoy the domain you know i really enjoy the um thinking about what are the objects in this domain what are the obviously there's a lot of commodity objects that you deal with when you're creating new products so you know text fields and you know, text fields and whatever integers and you know the images and tables and all of that so like there's there's all these commodity types that's one thing and there's presentation layer types and there's data types and all that but what i'm talking about is i similar to maybe like an aws right where um it's like okay we we have these uh computers that you could these servers that you can spin up you know and do something with and we have storage that you can store things on, you know, and we have this thing called simple storage S3, right? Where you can store content. I, I've noticed that when I come on a problem space, my natural 
kind of just tendency is to want to take that problem space and just create kind of individual components that address um, different aspects of that problem, right? But it does. But the, the problem is, is that some I, I end up kind of then staring at the ground and, and seeing all these parts, <laughs> kind of laying on the ground and going, "Okay, I, I now have a, I now have the ability to spin up a bunch of servers, and I have the ability to you know store a bunch of content, but it's not really clear to me like what to do with these abil- <laughs> abilities. Like I know generally what could be done with it. Like, hey, somebody could create a a hosting environment for their stuff um but usually with with a with a startup you can't be that broad right you have to focus on some some things some use case right um you can't just say here's a platform everybody use it so i then spend the next six months or so (laughs) kind of just going what do i do with these parts you know how do i what's the most valuable thing i can do with these components right i think what uh what people were confused about on twitter was is because there is the thing where engineers they built something just because it's like cool technology and then mm-hmm. they don't think about like who's going to use it or like what the what the product is going to be and what the what the use case is basically um but yeah. so i think it's obvious that let's just talk about something concrete like when you built SimSAS, you obviously mm-hmm. knew that there were some use cases that would be valuable for people um, even yeah. though you probably also just like thought it was an interesting domain and that you enjoyed like building the the primitives or the building blocks of of that domain, um, of course mm-hmm. it's it's important to remember or have like you, it's in, important to consider how people are potentially going to use it or if anyone will ever want to use it. Yeah, and, well, agreed. But you know, I said at the end of my little tweets there, like it's for me, it is it's a nonlinear process where mm. I'm trying to I'm trying to manifest the music in my head right like I I love it already because I'm I'm seeing the different chords if you will I'm seeing the different notes and I can hear the song mm. in my head the frustration for me is I show somebody the instrument and the sheet music and like they're not, they, some people will look at that and go, oh my gosh, like if I had that, I could do this, 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 and this, right? Other people, I show them those components and they're not musicians, if you want to extend the metaphor, or they're not, they're not builders at the same level. They just want to use the darn thing, right? <laughs> they just want to listen to the song, right? They want the song, not the sheet music and the instrument, right? And so I, I think where I, what I'm talking about is I... <sighs> What I had to do this week, and I would say had to do, what, what was really exciting is I feel like I finally got in there, wrote a song, <laughs> recorded it, and said, this is the first song, right? And I'm going to do many more songs, but like, this is a song. The sad part is, you know, when you compose a song, but you're actually inventing an instrument, you part of me creatively goes, I'm kind of hiding all the other music that could be made with this instrument. Like, I'm, I'm ignoring it for now. I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna play the rock and roll. I'm just gonna release this nice ballad, right? Um, yeah. Or the, you know, the soothing song, or whatever it is. And and but what I found is, if you don't do that, people will just kind of stare at the instrument and go, "That's cool," but like I, I just kind of most people just want to listen to music, right? They they don't want, they don't want to, they don't want to buy a guitar, right? Listening to music is way more popular than playing music, right? And 
I think to be a successful entrepreneur with SimSass, I have to actually publish music, publish songs, not just create instruments. So that's you're speaking in riddles. Goals. What's goals? Goals. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what you build, right? And it's so awesome. Like, can I say something about it before you share what it is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I I liked SimSass since I saw it the first time and I've been wanting to use it. But it's like you so you mentioned goals on the last episode that you're gonna yeah that you're working on it. And then something happened this week where you and I think you you're gonna describe what actually happened, but goals came out or they became a thing and it feel it feels like it changed everything. Like it feels like it's a completely new product. Like something yeah. significant <laughs> changed about the product with goals. And yeah, yeah please, please share yeah. what happened this week with <laughs> Yeah. It, so I, I, and I re-listened to last week's podcast and I am laughing at my seven day old self going, <laughs> it, it's, I, I did say, which I was like, oh, Thank goodness I wasn't that blind. I was like, this this feels like a very high leverage feature. Like I'm gonna be able to do a lot with it. But like that was still like it's a feature, right? It's this but high it's leverage the feature, feature now. But <laughs> now it's the feature. Exactly. It's like this is the feature. This is what it this is what its superpower is. And and this was the big change. And I don't know. I think this came just this actually just came to me as I was using the nascent version of goals over and over and over again, just just testing it out and saying, how could this be better? How could it? And at some point it clicked for me. I said, wait a minute. Okay. Everybody, what if I what if I assumed everyone has a goal? Everyone ha- and what if I assumed everyone has a revenue goal? And and the and the onboarding process captured that goal. I said, what what could I do with that? And suddenly it clicked for me that forecasting while something I'm very you know, something I have a lot of experience with and something that I'm very passionate about, forecasting is not the product, right? What I what I learned is forecasting is the unfair advantage of this product. So to put it this way, goals, when you put them somewhere, you know, everybody writes their goals down. I what I realized looking at this product, I, I put the goals in and I go, wait, now I I mean now the natural next question is like, am I gonna hit this goal? And I would kind of go through a few steps and it was hard to get the answer, but then I got the answer. I'm like, oh, that felt good. I'm like, well, what if I could shorten the amount of time? And so I basically just reduced the amount of time between putting in a goal and knowing if you're going to hit the goal. And I, it suddenly it clicked for me. I said, wait a minute, this is like the place you can put your goals that gives you instant feedback on whether or not your goals are smart and realistic and achievable. And if they're not achievable, what do you need to do to your business to make your goal achievable? Like once I realized that, <laughs> that that's when I that's when I kind of poured an extra cup of coffee and I'm like, I got to knock this out because this is I'm I was so excited. I mean, you, <laughs> I think you noticed this week. I, I think I slept like two hours on Wednesday night, um, Tuesday night. Just wanted to get yeah, this you're out. a little you're a little crazy. I, I don't uh, I don't encourage you to to not sleep. But I must say, like the goals <laughs> thing, it goals look like they've been in the tool all the time, and it's like now when I see SimSAS, it's like hard for me to see like see it without goals. 
Mm. And I feel like you kind of got past the weather forecasting metaphor now because you don't really have goals for the weather. No, it, it, it's so funny you mentioned. So I was talking to uh, one of my uh, former uh, co-founders at uh, the weather company, if you will, um, yesterday, and I was describing to him this epiphany this week that I had, and I said uh, goals. And, and when I got to goals, I was talking about the weather because, of course, that's how we you know we can relate on that front. He he was along the ride with me. I said, but the difference is, you're not really trying to make it be really hot somewhere <laughs> that, that can't be there's never a goal of yours you're at the mercy of the environment right whereas in this case and this is what i showed to the folks um in part on the webinar i did bare metrics this week i said uh, you know we can now we can now create plans in this product and we can adjust your retention we can adjust your monthly leads we can adjust the number of you know, the amount of cash you start with, maybe do a little fundraise or take out a loan. We can adjust these things which you do have control over or you can focus on. And we can see if those are the things that are going to move your business. And we can see if you're going to hit your goal if you do that. And I, I don't think there's, I mean, there's no other product that does this. But what's exciting is it's also really clear. It's so far, it's been really clear to people what the value is, right? I mean, that's that's what's got me really excited. <laughs> it's like... Yes. <laughs> They're no longer just staring at the instrument in the corner going, that looks nice. That's cool. What does it do? <laughs> yep. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So goals, viral tweets, um, bare metrics, webinar. You can't possibly have more updates this week. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I I don't think I do, man. Um, <laughs> I think it's okay. I don't think I, I don't think I do. That's 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 everything. It's um, I, I guess the last thing I'll say is I'm gonna I'm gonna share a video of this uh, today, and uh, so if you're listening, it should be somewhere in my tweet stream. Um, if you want to check it out, so the webinar. Yeah. yeah, I did show the webinar, but I'm gonna do another demo video today. Oh, okay, kind of the, the next version. So, um, but yeah, man, appreciate the encouragement, and I'm. I'm relieved because just to sum it all up emotionally, I was a little concerned that I was not going to find my way out of the woods <laughs> on this. So uh, to find a path out, it was very, very exciting. Yeah, it's been it's been cool to follow. Like this seems like it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week in politics, but it's also been a crazy week in uh, SimSass world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually allowed me to ignore the politics. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ignore it as well. Great. <laughs> so how are you, yeah. man? It's been crazy as always these days. Um, the kickoff of this week was uh, this weekend. Saturday morning, I left my uh, little cabin in Denmark, dropped off my rental car, went to a wedding, stayed up until three in the morning, half cooked, as they say here in Scotland. <laughs> and... Um, Slept for three hours until six in the morning, grabbed my bag and went to the airport, um, flew to Scotland, slept on another air mattress. Mm. And uh, then <laughs> Monday morning, we got the keys for a new flat. Hey, nice. There were little, little hiccups here and there, um, but we're slowly getting settled in. So, um, yeah, honestly, this hasn't been the most productive week but i've done my best <laughs> to <laughs> keep the engines going but uh yeah it's just been a little crazy um so it's mostly been like bug fixes and meetings and 
then like a bunch of stuff that I had to do, like related to moving houses. So, um, so do you? I ask you a question. This this came up. Actually, this came up on Art of Product I was listening to earlier today. Derek was talking about his how he you know prioritizing. Do you, especially with crazy weeks like this, do you um, sit down on Sunday or Friday or whenever and just write out like how am I going to feel productive this week and what do I need to get done? Do you do anything like that? Yeah, I do that every week on Sundays usually, but this oh, week cool. I did it on Monday. Um, okay. Because I was uh, super hungover and didn't want to do it on Sunday. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, so basically, so last week I said that I was going to work on the website this week. Um, mm-hmm. But on Monday when I when I made my plan for the week, I decided that kind of like the overall theme for this week was going to be to get my house in order. <laughs> it's kind of the mm-hmm. headline I came up with. Um, nice. So first of all, like literally move ha- houses and like get <laughs> set up in the new place. Clever. Um, but also, like, I just felt like it w- now is a good time to also clean up the app a bit and improve some of the low-hanging fruits I also mentioned last week. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would make me feel better about where I'm at. Um, yeah. So I actually, just before we started recording this, I released a whole new, like, registration and login system, basically, that's on, like, entirely based on logging in with GitHub or Bitbucket. So basically, I'm requiring everyone to connect a GitHub, a Bitbucket, or GitLab account. So since I'm doing that, I might as well just have them log in with that account as well. Um, so I yeah. skipped the whole step in the onboarding. Um, and nice. it didn't require much on my end because I already had the OAuth uh, set up. Um, so yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about that. It's uh, it's much nicer to sign up to the app right now. It's literally just like you go to the registration page, you click the GitHub button, and you're ready to create your first plugin. Like your GitHub account is set up um, with webhooks and you know SSH keys and stuff like that. So nice. It's very cool, actually. Was that partially inspired by that? Uh, was it Net- Netlify or no Gridsome experience? Well, kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it just needs to, like, when you can do something like that, that makes it just way more seamless. Yeah. it's. I feel stupid for not doing it before, but at least I did it now. That's great. No, I'm I, sure it'll be delightful. I was working on it in the in the living room yesterday, and Maya came over, and my fiance, and she was like, what, what are you doing? And I just, like, casually, ex- I knew she wasn't really understanding what I was talking about, but I just kind of ex- explained anyways what, what it was. And then <laughs> she was like, so what if I use both GitHub and Bitbucket? I just looked at her like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, Tell you how smart she is, man. That's 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 great. Uh, <laughs> it actually that, that reminds me of the uh, Ed Catmull. He wrote this uh, book about Pixar's uh, creative wor- world or process, and he said, yeah. uh, in the early days of creating something, we really had to protect our 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 babies basically like they're very fragile and yeah. you, you really need people to just kind of look at them and go hey that could be great you know or or yeah. I, I see where that's going but but every once in a while somebody really clever comes along and says something like that <laughs> so yeah. annoying yeah could you just appreciate where this is right now please yeah exactly <laughs> but it looks nice right yeah. <laughs> <buttons> look <laughs> aren't those great um uh, choose one yeah. yeah 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 cool so uh nice. 
Yeah, I think it makes sense uh, to do that right now. I, I just checked um, user list. And actually, I yesterday there was eight people using Branch. And uh, it's more than on a typical day because it's just so early days. Mm. And it just it felt good to see that eight people had been in there. Like I was doing a, a, a helping someone get onboarded yesterday. And I was looking to find his, uh, his log file for one of his builds. Mm-hmm. There was three builds running at the same time and i was like what 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 went wrong like it should only run one build and i was like oh it's three different people <laughs> that's awesome um yeah so that was very cool that's um, really cool yeah yeah and then another cool thing that happened was um this week there was an online wordpress conference called word sesh and um it was online okay yeah it's, it's online um it's sponsored by some of the larger hosting companies. So it's GoDaddy, Automatic, and Pantheon. So okay. it was like a full day thing from early morning to late evening, just like going on and on with like really great talks and stuff like that. And um, each of the three sponsored had a 15-minute sponsor plug, basically. They, they called it a talk, and it was a, a talk, but, you know, it was promotional for their stuff. Sure, yeah. Um. But the cool part was that Pantheon, they, they spent basically five out of their 15 minutes talking only about Branch. Wow. And the integration we've built. And, That's great. Um, yeah, it felt really good. And, you know, they kind of like dudged all the other CI, CD tools. Like you can use this or this if you wanted to. But sure, you can also you use this really cool tool called Branch. <laughs> and uh, then they just talked about it for five minutes and showed like they showed my manifesto and they like awesome. showed how people could sign up for it and stuff like that. So it was very cool. I think I got just a like a small handful of people signing up based on that. But still, nice. it it felt like a validation of all the work I've put in in the in the past few weeks. Nice, um, that's great. And yet another Congrats. reason to just kind of like get the house in order and like clean out all the messy parts of the app and make it more <laughs> user friendly. Yep. Yeah. Um, well- you're getting you're 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 honing it now like you, you exactly know, you know where the value is now you can chip away all the yeah all the, cru- all the cruft yeah and i get enough feedback right now like i have only a few people using the tool but i have enough to get like feedback on the stuff i'm building um and there's a big value in just like you know improving the activation and retention basically of the people that pantheon is going to send to me um mm-hmm so it just makes sense to focus a lot of my energy right there. I think um, that, that's a new that's a new phase. I think like when, yeah, once it, you're in the it phase feels where like it. yeah, once you're in the phase where user feedback is pushing you forward, and there's this uh, nice virtuous you know cycle starting yeah. to happen. That's in the past few powerful. days, three people asked me how to delete a project. Um, so that's guess what I'm working on next? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's- that is that's really good. I, I I do think that uh there is a virtuous cycle between more exposure begets a better product. And I think yeah. what folks like Superhuman and others have essentially proven to the world is you can even do that in a very uh mechanical way of a little bit more mm. exposure, some more improvements, a little more exposure, some more improvements. Because you do maybe it's extreme, but I really do think that you lose people if your initial impression is poor. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. And it's, it's like Pantheon is this little 
tiny acquisition channel I've set up now. And it, it, it's, I feel like the word sesh presentation was like basically a validation that the little channel is was working and it's going to work. Um, I have, still have no idea about like the volume, which is less important right now, but it's just now it's time to tweak this thing. And like, um, then, you know, there's going to be the next integration or the next thing that's going to cause more like acquisition. And then, you know, you have to work a little bit on some of the other parts, mm. like retention and, and activation. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, that's right. And you have to put, put it, maybe, maybe put it in uh, SimSAS and find out what's going to yeah. be your, uh, I think I'm, I'm about <laughs> ready to do that. Um, <laughs> you have something that's working. Um, yeah. Even, even in a tiniest sense. So that's, that's yeah. really cool. Great. There is one more thing I need to mention. I, I, I should have mentioned last week, but I forgot to. Um, okay. I did post it on the fail whale channel in, uh, in tiny seat Slack. <laughs> um, but yeah, last week, yeah, last week I, um, I was going to do a screencast <laughs> or like a live, uh, live stream, a live stream. Um, so the backstory was that, um, I had this meeting scheduled with, uh, as a, a a small agency doing work on Pantheon. And um, so they're what they call Pantheon, a Pantheon hero. Um, so like a Pantheon mm. power user, basically. And okay. um, we we had a call scheduled where the, like the, the, basically the agenda was to get him set up with a new project um, on Branch. And I mentioned this to uh, the guy I work with at Pantheon and they all know each other. So he was like, Hey, why don't we live stream this thing? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And to me, like, I just assume that you, you know, you go to YouTube and you just like click stream and it, it's kind of like just works. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's shockingly hard still. Oh man. I, and, and especially cause he like casually just suggested that we should live stream it. I was like, hell yeah, let's live stream it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I announced it to my email list and I announced it on Twitter. <laughs> and then the guy was like, how are we actually going to do this? Like maybe we should figure out how we do it before we tell everyone about it. <sighs> and I was like, well, I mean, I guess we just do it. And then like, then I started to realize that I messed this up. Mm. Um, so like basically 10 minutes before was when I finally like, realized okay we're not going to live stream this thing so i had to like go on twitter and and there were actually quite a few people that were as excited about this and they were waiting for like the tweet with the link um oh man it was it felt so bad and then so we decided to just record it and release it Mm, afterwards okay okay um and then so (laughs) we sat down and started to like do the 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 onboarding thing that he was going to do and then everything just broke and nothing worked and it was just like one thing that didn't work after the other like on his end and on my end and then then on his end again and it was like oh my god there's nothing here like we can't release this thing (laughs) oh i'm not laughing at you man i'm laughing with you i yeah (laughs) it just literally couldn't have been uh, worse it's just just the train going over the cliff with the smoke yep um Um, but i guess now since it's been a it's been yeah. a week. I can I can follow up now because I had a, a call with the guy yesterday, mm-hmm. and everything worked, and he was so excited about the product, and he really there really liked it. That's and, what matters in the long term. There yep, and he's up and running now. I saw like he's he's on the U.S. West Coast, so when I woke up this morning, I saw that he had been like doing a bunch of stuff like 
while I was sleeping. So, yeah, that it feels good. It feels like, yeah, a good uh, comeback <laughs> after the yeah. field. Yeah, I, I. it's funny. On the streaming part, I one day just decided I was going to do what the cool kids seem to be doing these days and do a live stream as well. And I remember getting deep into it. And, and at some point I was Googling. And I remember Googling and, and seeing something that said I needed to download like this kind of janky open source desktop software that didn't seem like it had been updated in a few years or like but it was the standard it was i felt like i was going back to like the days of winamp or something yeah. like <laughs> like use this and then set up a server or, yeah. or like a, a thing uh, in, in and encoder. then do, an encoder thing i'm like what what are you talking no i just need where, where where's the app that has a button for this but you know i had a i had a thought would would something like tuple solve this in the future where you could um i think maybe could you like run, it would be a little weird, but could you like run, I don't know, not, this feels like a hall of mirrors where like you, you share a screen where you're tupling or something. I don't know. There's gotta be, I'm sure there's some MacGyver way of doing it, but you're right. Like there's, there's I'm no I'm sure you could do it if way. you download the weird desktop thing and like put it on top of your So I, I did finally, window. I did finally do that and it was, uh, but it felt silly because. No, but I feel like you could have tuple like behind that. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. But still, like what you did is the easy part. Try getting more people on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that that wouldn't have worked. So well, yeah. So uh, yeah. But there. I felt like you know, in the name of transparency, I thought this should be like recorded on the podcast as well. So. <laughs> fair. That's very very fair of you. Um, yep. <laughs> well, cool, man. So uh, yeah, I guess that's my week. Awesome. So want to call this a pod? I think this is a pod. Cool, man. Then uh, I'll just talk to you next week. All righty. Take care. Cheers. Bye.